Of all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest of these, they canceled comic book men. Ladies and gentlemen, Ming Chen and his epic sonnet, The End of the Ming Dynasty. You two at the microphone. Do you have a question? Welcome back, everybody. We are on the floor of FanX 2021. Whoever thought we would have made it here? Um, <laughs> but we are, we are visiting with a past guest who we've had over a Zoom call um, at least a year ago, give or take. It's uh, Ming Chen from Comic Book Man. How are you? Dude, I'm, I'm doing so great. How great is it that these are back? It's incredible, right? So, so awesome. You were supposed to come a time before, but like... Yeah, yeah, hang out with Alvaro. How was that? Uh, that was amazing. Um, I that really bummed me out though. I I had heard how great this convention was. Uh, I had met, became friends with Dan Fard, uh, one of the promoters, and he's like, I I do this show in Salt Lake sometimes once a year, sometimes twice a year. I want you to come out, and uh, I was it was me, Brian Johnson, and Mike Zapsik from Comic Book Men. So, and I was telling them how great this was, and we were looking forward to going, and then. We were, uh, you know, I remember they were like, hey, so we got Elvira to come on the show, but she can only shoot on Friday. And it was the Friday of the con, which, you know, if you come to Fanex, is the middle day. Yeah. And I was like, well, crap. Well, maybe we can go just Saturday then. Can we shoot with her and then fly out that night? And like, I really, really wanted to be here. And it just it just wouldn't didn't work out. And I was really, really bummed out. So and, you know, Dan was like, yeah, don't worry, I'll get, I'll get you back in the future. No big deal. And then, um, you know, I, man, true man to his word, here I am in 2021. So it took a couple of years to get back here, but I, I'm, I'm so happy. So you're one day in it. How was your experience yesterday? It, it's been great. Um, I'm right next to the ninth doctor, Christopher Eccleston and Ashley Eckstein, uh, the uh, Ahsoka Tano. So it's a little intimidating. I'm yeah. literally sandwiched between a Jedi and a doctor. <laughs> However... You know, I, you know, and and it's intimidating, but I think the people have come out to meet me. They're very true fans of the show. They're very passionate, and I love it. And, you know, would I love the thousand-person long line? Absolutely. But that wouldn't mean I wouldn't be able to talk to everybody for 15 minutes, which I, I like to do. I like to get to know people, and I, I, I love talking geek to people. So I want them to get a full experience, and I think if I had a thousand people, like, you just can't do that. And I hate me making people wait. So, um, but yeah, it's been great. Very the fandom here in Salt Lake is insane. You know, you wouldn't think it. Living in New Jersey is like, are there geeks in in Utah, Salt Lake? I think yeah, maybe one or two, but not like a hundred thousand. So this is great. Speaking of Jersey, uh, Kevin's done movies out there a couple times and opened the uh, pod uh, podcastle. Um, have you been to either one of those, and how were they? I have. Uh, so let's start with movies. Uh, the movies pop-up restaurant is Kevin's fictional movies restaurant uh, is now come to life via a series of week-long pop-up restaurants. They'll pick a, a restaurant in, in a city, transform it into a movies, and then you can go and you know as if you're going to a movies, as if it really existed. Uh, I've been to two of them. Uh, there's a one in our hometown of Red Bank. When uh, that was the not the very first one, the very first one was in L.A., but I think this one was amongst the first ones. And yeah, about the time the opening of the reboot, and they did yeah. the, the road yeah. show and that yeah. weekend. Yeah, and so I, you know, I knew like production design-wise, it was going to be awesome because they they repaint the walls, they change the menu, they change the interior. There's a merch booth. It's a really <laughs> nice. It's a really cool immersive experience. But I love food, and my question was. <laughs> Well, what, are they just going to 
slap a bunch of slap a hamburger together, call it a cow tipper, and just call it a day. And so I got to sample the food. I was like, whoa, this is really good. So they took great pains to make sure the food was matched the you know the visual and environment and the experience. So I thought that was cool too. So uh, yeah, the the Red Bank one, smash success, sold out every time slot for a week, and it was amazing. Uh, I also happened to be in, in town in St. Louis when they did one in April. So I was like, hey, would you mind if I rolled by? And I did, and you know, they, they gave me all the food I wanted, <laughs> and I got to meet all the fans that were there, and that was cool as well. So now, I mean, they're all over the country now. Uh, I believe there was just one in Nashville. That sounds right. And um, I want to say, yeah, there was one in Detroit, Boston. I, yeah, and the, and the one in, uh, they, they brought the one back to Red Bank that's going on right now as we record, need one in Salt Lake City. Oh, of course, his career basically starts here. He brought clerks to Sundance. and That's a great point. Yeah. He does. He owes, he owes Salt Lake. Utah <laughs> to open up a movies here. I'm yeah. going to tell him that next time I see him. Okay, good. Now, we talked about Reboot for a moment. You had a small part in that, and you're in the new Clerks 3. Anything you can tell us about Clerks 3? Uh, yeah, Clerks 3. Kevin posted a photo so I could talk about it. I was dying to talk about this. <laughs> But I couldn't. But uh, he, he uh, I got to play hockey on the rooftop of the Quick Stop. Oh, nice. Dream come true. So I'm a huge Clerks fan, and that was one of the pivotal scenes. That was, uh, I love sports. I love hockey. I love that he incorporated street hockey into a movie. But I think that's, uh, you know, when, when he's like, oh, that Clerks movie. Oh, yeah, didn't they play hockey on the rooftop? It's, a, it's an iconic scene in that movie, and I got to be a part of that. Playing hockey against Dante and Randall. And it was it was pretty amazing on the actual roof of the quick stop. It was cool. Now they had a bigger budget this time, so yeah. there may be like sweeping crane shots and thank you Lionsgate. Yeah, thank <laughs> you Lionsgate for providing a, a, a generous budget. Um, you know, maybe there's drone footage. Like I, I, it's you know it's it's in color, so yeah, it's gonna be pretty awesome. And uh, I, I you know as a, and afterwards Kevin was like, hey man, that was pretty cool, right? Like dude, thank you so much. I was you know I really appreciate you putting me in the movie, putting the comic book men in the movie. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, you, you were a fan of Clerks. Now you're in Clerks. I'm like, thank you, man. So that was pretty awesome. Just to rehash, because if anybody hasn't caught our previous interview, he got connected with Kevin by creating a, a fan site, and it just kind of went from there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I created a fan website way back in the 90s. Kevin saw it, ended up, ending up, ended up hiring me. So... For anybody out there who's a big fan of something, uh, you know, keep being a fan. You might be able to, you might get hired by the creator. You might work as part of that world that you love so much. And to me, uh, I makes it makes perfect sense to me for people in that position hire fans, hire fans because no one will work pa more passionately with you for you whatever than a fan. When he came to Salt Lake to Wise Guys, I've been. I went around with a microphone, and I was in my trench coat, backwards hat, and everything. I worked his merch, so I, I touched that just a little bit, and it's it's awesome. He's super nice and amazing. Um, where do I want to go next? Uh, your your podcast studio. Tell us a little bit about that. It, and it, you should open one here too. Podcasting is huge in Salt Lake. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm starting to gather that. Uh, I've done several podcasts here at my booth already, so. Kevin, again, uh, inspiring people all around the world, uh, you know, he, he constantly telling people that, you know, if you if you love something, then do it. Do it, and if find what you love to do and uh, try to live off of it, make a living out of it. And, uh, yeah, at one point, me and Mike Zapsik uh, from Comic Book Man, we were like, 
we love podcasting. We've been doing it for 10 years. We should open up uh, like a classroom or a studio or something where we, we could show other people how much fun podcasting is. And you know, we kind of joked around about it. One day, we decided to just get some cheap office space. We had all the gear already. And uh, yeah, opened up a, a thing where you could just go online and schedule a podcast class with us, the experts. And then once you launch, you know, it, it basically you would take this class, you're like, oh, I've been thinking about launching a podcast. We would teach you everything that we've learned in the last 10 years. And then once you learned everything, you would come back every week to record your episode and rent the studio from us by the hour. So that's the whole business model. And you know, I didn't know if anybody would use this. I, you know, and people, there were doubters out there. They're like, oh, why, why would people come to your studio? They could just record it in their basement or, or just buy some gear and do it themselves. And as you know, yeah, they could. But you know, so many times, like, oh, I, I, I bought gear and it sounds like crap, or I didn't buy the right mic, or I forgot to hit record. What do I do with the file now? Like all this stuff. Like, you know, come in for the low, low price of you know, 45 bucks an hour. We'll take care of all that. You know, like you don't yeah. have to worry about that. It's a service. We provide, well, we provide the service. We provide the gear. But I think more importantly, we provide the, the proper atmosphere. So, uh, so our studio is called A Shared Universe. And uh, yeah, you know, we didn't know if anyone would use it, but it's taken off. It's, we've been open about three and a half years, launched countless podcasts, given many hours of, of advice. And I think I'm almost hitting the point where in our area, Red Bank and around that town, if anybody even says the word podcast, somebody else was like, oh, have you been to a shared universe? Do you record a shared universe? Do you know Ming from a shared universe? Uh, I think we're just getting to that point. I think it's great. So, and uh, you know, even with, the, even with the pandemic, we were able to roll, you know, roll along because we just moved everybody online. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be on Zoom or other streaming services, and we help people live stream their shows. We, I think, but more importantly, I think we help people connect with each other in a time where you are not allowed to be with each other. And I think it kept a lot of people sane, me included, because I just podcasted nonstop as well. Oh, yeah, me too. And that, and that's how we get connected. Yep. We offered a service where you could book up remote podcasts with me and Mike. Uh, for the, I think we, and we, you know, it was, we were like people are people are suffering. People are, we'll just charge forty bucks for it for an hour and. You know, that's, you know, it's like nothing, and we did it. And I thought it was cool that we could go on podcasts with other people. You've got a few podcasts of your own. Tell, tell yeah. people about it. Uh, I have one. Uh, our main one is called I Saw Comics. It's our longest-running podcast. We've been going for about 10 years. And we talk about comics, pop culture, new new comics releases, and then, you know, we just uh, bust each other's balls for an hour. And you've with, been recording at the new stash? Recording at the new stash. We stream right at the counter. You have the nice backdrop of the store, so I think that's pretty cool. And uh, that's our main one. We have another show that we do off and on. It's called The Ming and Mike Show, and uh, we just talk about whatever the hell we want on that show. On Comic Book Man, you were able to meet Stanley, among others. Tell us your experience with Stanley. Stanley, Stanley is awesome. Uh, obviously, if you're a comic book nerd, or you love the Marvel movies, or just if you love pop culture, because the man's become such an icon, that like everybody knows who Stanley is. I like. I think my mom knows who Stanley is, and she's not well versed in this world. Uh, but for him to come in was uh, was huge for us. Uh, he was. I think he was one of our first major guest stars. Kind of put us. Uh, you know, gave us cred, for sure. Uh, but for me, I just wanted to meet the guy and hang out with him, and uh, it was amazing. He came out. He came in for about four hours. Uh, just amazing. Um, I think. Uh, 
one thing that people don't know a lot about Stan though, he's a really good ball buster though. He <laughs> loves making fun of people. Uh, he, you know, he's and he, he's at the same time self-deprecating, but you know, he'll 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 talk about how he's he's the greatest ever. I'm like, yeah, Stan, you are. But he really loved making fun of people. He could have slid in as the fifth comic book man for sure. Oh, for sure. Or six, we count Kevin. But he could have, and he did. I th- I thought he fit in perfectly with us. So it was a, it was cool when he came in. Our first fan acts here. I'm here with my son. Say hi, son. Hi. <laughs> was we stood in line for four hours to get a picture yeah. with Stanley, and it was just four hours for ten seconds. It was it was amazing. I extreme I screamed Excelsior on my way out. <laughs> it was lots yeah, of fun. Yeah, I mean, totally worth it though. Oh, four hours. Totally. I mean, jeez, man. I think, you know, now that he's gone, like you know, I, I would wait twelve hours to see him again. You know. But it was, uh, yeah, to anybody who was able to meet him, you know the experience, even though it was very quick. Yeah. You know, the aura, the, the you know, it, it was, it's just really cool having Stanley in front of you. And, uh, yeah, it's a memory I'll have forever. Well, on that note, thank you, Ming, for chatting with us. Good to see, meet you in person and to have you on again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, you know, for booking studio time. Thank you for podcasting. And just thank you for being a great guy, man. The podcast is done, man. <laughs>